This is the Bourbon Bookshelf Podcast, where we cover books, beverages, and the general BS of the day. A few disclaimers, we are not literary experts, or experts in anything for that matter, and explicit content should be expected. I am your host, Barry Price. I hope you enjoy the show. Hit record. There you go. <laughs> All right. We're live. Episode seven. Jared, what are you drinking? Got me some Evan Williams and uh, Coke. Oh, man. It's like episode Tonight. one. <laughs> Had to throw it back. If you haven't uh, listened to episode one, I encourage you to go back. Give it a try. Or don't. Start with episode five. <laughs> John. Dipping snuff. 66. No, I don't do that while I'm trying to talk. That's smart. But day 66, whole 30. So one we day wait, I'll enjoy you weighing in it. I'm about down, down about 35 pounds right now. So, Catching up with me. I'm uh, going to go nine more days and then I'm going to release myself back into the wild and see if I can handle myself. Pizza, burgers, ice cream. <laughs> A burger would probably be a good start. That would be my do what you want. Steak and French fries from my namesake restaurant in Charlotte. Oh yeah, or she gets you some chewies. You know what? While we're on that, I'm gonna go on a little tangent here on chewies. I have been very disappointed in uh, the quality of their food and their level of service the past few times I've been to Chewies. As as have I. I will travel far and wide to get some. I don't have one here, so I'll drive two two hours to a Chewy's, eat the Chewy's, and then drive home. That's how much I love Chewy's. <laughs> yeah. And I don't have that desire anymore. It's just, it's gone downhill, and I'm disappointed. You guys should fix your shit. I, uh, I'm in the same boat. It used to be anytime I was somewhere that there's a Chewy's that I was going to Chewy's, and now it's not mandatory anymore. Yep. I'll still go, but it's not me. <laughs> I'm still. I think they've it, expanded but... so much. They've they've lost touch of the true exactly meaning right. of Chewies. They're publicly traded now too, and that probably doesn't help any. Yeah, they're... get out of town. I need to buy this right now. <laughs> I would short it. Yeah, I think it's a uh, C H Y. We'll circle back. We'll circle back. So we got a few books this week. None I'm particularly proud of. We got. Harry Potter. What do we got? Five and six or just five or seven? Yeah, I finished five and six and I'm almost done with seven. Okay. Five You're and slowing six, down. Harry Potter. I don't want it to end. I've got uh, <laughs> I've got the first book of the Hunger Games. And I just want to preface to everybody that covering preteen young adult novels is not where we're trying to take this podcast. That's just how things have played out the last couple of weeks. Don't expect it going forward. If your children are listening, sorry about them. We believe <laughs> in reading what you want to read when yeah. you want to read it. Uh, this is what popped up. Yep. I, hey, well, I'll get to the Hunger Games when it's my turn. And Jared has got Stray Tales of the Big Bend, and we got a funny story about that, too, when we get there. Yes, we do. John, why don't you just lead in with, with Harry Potter's five and six? 
All right. Well, again, the Harry Potter story of a teenage wizard and his battle with adolescence and the Dark Lord. <laughs> um, <laughs> if that doesn't hit our demographic <laughs> right in the gut, <laughs> I don't know. I don't know what will. So five and six are. I hadn't read any of them. So they, in my opinion, they get better as you go through the series. It's almost like it ages like a fine wine throughout the series. The first one really is like for a 11 year old, which is how old he is in the book. And the next one is, I mean, you've, he's an adult or the last one, he's an adult and ready to do what he was destined to do and beat that the dark Lord or Voldemort. But I've really just over the, course of reading all seven of these books i've really grown to appreciate jk rowling as an author and how she's able to tie all this stuff back in i consider myself a smart human being but i don't think i could ha- i could tie everything back in and use stuff that she probably wasn't even intending on using there's little details that show up in the first and second book and tie them back into the seventh book like i mentioned earlier i don't <laughs> i read the first six books and two weeks maybe three and i've dragged the seventh book out over the last two weeks because i just don't want it to end <laughs> what uh what is the timeline between publication of book one and publication of book seven that's a good question pretty sure let's see actually i have pulled up right here while i'm looking that up the amazon one star reviews are all bitching about pages <sighs> Like just missing or like I love those. I'm like, yeah, I didn't like wrinkled. The font. Yeah. Yeah, they're they're all like missing. Oh, it goes from five twenty to six forty. All <laughs> of every single one of the one star reviews. I wonder, I mean, if the depending on the timing, you know, you theoretically could have grown up from age eleven to eighteen, grown up with Harry Potter. Yeah, I mean literally he, the, the first yeah. one was published in 97 and the last one was published in 2007. So it's seven books over 10 years or 11, I guess. That's about right then. It's interesting. Yeah. I remember, I think we read the first one as a class when I was in fifth grade. So that was 2000. Really? Hang yeah, on. That's, that's Y'all were able remember. to read it? I was in fifth grade in liberal New Mexico. Oh, we we okay, encouraged witchcraft. Okay. Yeah. Right. It's actually taught in middle school. <laughs> it really, like, really, seriously, is encouraged. That's funny. <laughs> they stripped that off the shelves when I was a kid. I know. Was, they had a book burning at my elementary school. <laughs> <laughs> I remember all that. <laughs> I don't even think I'd hesitate, given I'd probably want them to be a little older, 13, probably 14, before I'd let them read them, but I don't think I'd hesitate giving my kids a chance to read it. I don't think it'd become a witch. <laughs> it's kids don't read anymore. That's true. I offered mine $50 a book for every book he'd read this summer. He said, eh, <laughs> I'm good. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'd be reading one a day. Somebody offered me. <laughs> How are you going to get them to work? Not to <laughs> <too much. laughs> uh, anyways, <laughs> John, you got any more on Harry Potter? I don't. I do suggest it to anybody that's looking for a somewhat easy read and wants a good, entertaining series that could last you up to, I guess, six months if you read slow. Or two weeks. Yeah. 
How do you? Are you cheating? Yeah. What is that's? I mean, that's pretty impressive. I mean, that's like what? That's got to be several thousand pages, right? Yeah. I mean, I think the long. I, I'm using Amazon. Remind me to complain about Kindle real quick after this. <laughs> but I think it's like three thousand pages for the whole series on the normal book. So in three weeks, that's a thousand pages a week. That's a pretty killer rate. Yeah, uh, I, mean, I mean, it is a not, young adult fiction series, but it's not the last lion about Winston Churchill. That's a thousand pages, and there's a, a thousand <laughs> words on each page. Yeah, I mean, it's still though. There's still a lot of time into it, regardless. It's like shooting a sixty-eight. You know, playing golf doesn't matter if the course is easy as shit. You still had, yeah. to, you know, still had to make some putts. My economics class this semester is really fucking easy. I yeah. spent about three hours a week on it. So read the chapters, do the homework. The homework has the answers to the discussion questions that I have to do. So I do the homework first and then go to the discussion questions and I'm done for the week. It's a master's level yep. class. <laughs> only, only cost me $1,500 for this yeah. class. Go ahead and get your gripe out about Kindle. Yeah, so I'm reading, this happened with Hunger Games too, but I read Harry Potter book one. It's the normal pages on the, like the paper pages converted to the digital pages. So I think it was 300 pages and it's 300 pages in Kindle. Yeah. The next one I get to, it's these bullshit Kindle pages and the book's 200 pages long, but the actual book, the paper book is 400 pages long. And then it just changes throughout the whole damn series. I, I want to have the same like page length throughout the whole book, the, all yeah. the books. So I know how fast I'm reading. I can get that. And each one's different. And then one of them was damn locations. I don't know how that works out. Oh, that's easy. If you just tap on it in that same spot, it should change. That. No, that's all it gave me. Really? Yeah. And the same thing happened with the hunger games. All three of them were different on Apple books, which is where I do my digital reading. It does something similar, but if the book is 300 pages, it'll be 900 on my phone. Or if I read it on my iPad, it'll be like 450, but it'll mm-hmm. stay, it'll at least stay consistent through the whole book. As long as you keep your font size the same and all that. And if I just want it to stay uh, hot dog or hamburger portrait or landscape. Yeah. I mean, I have to, sometimes I'm in young I have adult to mode. <laughs> I have to <laughs> <laughs> like uh, on the seventh book, it's, Three, I'm reading, I've decided I don't like the continuous scrolling on the iPad, which I prefer on the phone, but I have oh, to really? swipe through three pages for, for one page on the seventh book. And on the first one, it would have been one page per page. So you do the continuous scrolling? On the phone. I did try, I did it on the iPad for a while. I think I just prefer the pages. It's easier because I can just sit there with, I'm laid back and just click it and it goes to the next page. See, with continuous scrolling, that might be. How's that work? The continuous scrolling. How does the continuous scrolling work? Like, it's just like any news story you read on. Yes. Yeah. Just keep going. Just Uh, swipe your thumb up. uh, I was thinking it was like an auto scroll. Like you could set a speed and it would just kind of. Oh no, that'd be badass. I'd set it for as fast as I could. I'd be reading. (laughs) I'd read all seven in one day. But the continuous scroll, I'm gonna have to try that on my phone as well. Any other questions, comments, concerns on Harry Potter or Kindle? I think that's all I got. How many times have you read the series again? 
I don't think I finished it in my like adolescent years, but I read it once in college, and so this will be the second full time all uh, through. Damn, well, you're, all seven books. Yeah, all seven wouldn't have been out in your adolescent years. What what is adolescence? I guess I'm teenage years is what I was getting at. I don't know. <laughs> when I was a, when I was high school and younger. I read some of them, and I think I hit the Goblet of Fire, which was pretty thick for me back then. You know what? I'm I've got better things to do. Yeah, I remember high school. <laughs> you're you're ready for a, a, a Harry Potter cruise now? Yeah. <laughs> is there such a thing? Yeah, I think there is. Man. Wow, there's a fucking Harry Potter world. <laughs> True. <laughs> you go to Hogwarts. I mean, people love this shit. Everyone at work has. I work at a, a pharmaceutical plant, so everyone's a chemistry nerd, and they all have their Hogwarts shirts on, and they all know Damn. what house they were supposed to be in. They Is that self-determined? I don't know. I <laughs> never fucked with it. <laughs> I'm brave and courageous. So I just assumed I was a Gryffindor. <laughs> <laughs> it's lost on me <laughs> well i'm gonna touch on the hunger games briefly we've already yeah. covered it on this podcast i found it to be a very pleasant read i would recommend reading it to anybody who's interested i've only read the first one i don't know if i'll read the other three at the time of our previous recording there was only two others but now there's a fourth that's a prequel which uh is cool have you you did you pick it up john i i own it you hadn't read it was yet. Little though. Harry Potter. Uh, but anyways, no, I found it good. You know, it's uh, it's written in a way that is entertaining to adults too. I feel you know, there's the I particularly liked the actual Hunger Games piece of it. You know, where there's a little bit of combat, things like that, survival being tested. So it was good. I'll have a, a grown up book next week. <laughs> I hope. What whiskey would you rate it? Ah, uh, uh, that's a good question. I uh, I'll probably give it like a Buffalo Trace, maybe, which is a mid grade for me. I'm still upset with Buffalo Trace. They uh, sponsor Rogan's podcast. I wonder if they'd be interested in in picking this one up as well. No. What they do? Look, to you? I'll cash the check. <laughs> <laughs> I interviewed for a job with them. I don't know, oh. probably 2016, 2017, and they didn't hire me. I said, hell no. Rogan says it's his favorite bourbon. But does he have to say that? No, he said that before they started advertising. <laughs> oh, I guess that's a good way to get sponsored, Barry. It's my favorite bourbon as well. B- my favorite right airplane is a Boeing. <laughs> <laughs> Met Jets. If I <laughs> flew private, man. <laughs> Y'all would be my pick. Rolex. <laughs> I play golf too, Rolex. Uh Jared, stray yes, tales sir. of the big bend. Yeah, I'm not I'm not finished with it yet. Definitely a different pace than uh Ready Player One. And by Ernest Klein. By Ernest Klein. And this is Stray Tales of Big Bend of the Big Bend, excuse me, by Elton Miles and photographs are by bill Wright. says right here on the cover yeah but uh 
This book, it, it's definitely a little different than what I was expecting. I think I was expecting more of the national park and state park, which it has a little bit to do with the surrounding area, but it's it's literally just tales of the area, such as like how Terralingua got its name or the theories of how it, it got its name. It's, it's It hasn't been confirmed. Rain dances of the, you know, forgotten rain dances of, Indian tribes that that people used to come look at talks about raids across the borders back in the 19 early 1900 that's pretty interesting of like uh these I'm in the middle of that right now it's kind of interesting talking about how they I don't know if it was Indians or Mexicans coming across the border but basically wreaking havoc on the native Texans (laughs) what uh oh those are Mexicans I think doing that what was the what's the Mexican from the Lonesome Dove books that cuts people's eyelids off? Oh, ah, Ahumado. Oh, that takes place in the Copper Canyons, right? Mm-hmm. You know what? That's funny you say that because they were saying that that was the the hideout for the raiders. Like they would go back to the Copper, Copper Canyons. Canyon. Yeah. Is that where the Tara Umara are? Is the Copper Canyons? Yeah. Yeah, that's yeah. exactly where they are. You learned about them in Born to Run which I recommend everybody read. Damn good book. So I've read Stray Tales of the Big Bend. Only the one I read was just called Tales of the Big Bend, but it was the exact same book. And So there's uh, no difference? Doesn't sound like anything? it, no. no. Oh, cool. But a lot of those stories are set before the national and state parks were in existence. We're, of course, right. talking about Big Bend National Park and big bend ranch state park which are probably two of the worst places i have ever been in my life not worth visiting they're hard <laughs> to get to there. it's hot no shade it's <laughs> not pretty at all no it's like go to zion yeah zion zion man it's like disney world <laughs> serious you'll love it it's fucking beautiful <laughs> stay away from big bend it's gonna get crowded <laughs> <laughs> I hope all eight of our listeners don't get up yeah. and go and flock down there. <laughs> our moms. Yeah. Funny thing is, I, I've gone to Big Ben with a few of the listeners. <laughs> I have too. But, <laughs> but no, it, it's an interesting book. I, I'll, I'll go more into detail on it when, whenever I finish it. But it's it's very detailed, and uh, there's, there's photographs in it by – Bill Wright. Now, on a trip to Big Bend, I wasn't on, but my sister and mother went on. They decided to stay the night in Alpine, Texas, and there's a sweet bookshop there. Barry, I don't know if you've been there. Do you, do you remember the name? I have the No, stuff. I try to go in there every Coffee time I'm there, times, but, but like most they, local, they like ask. No, but they probably <laughs> would now. But like most, like most local businesses, it's never open when I'm in town. <laughs> especially in that part of the world yeah that's like a sunday thing yeah you have time to do that on sunday but everything's closed yep but uh they they ran in that ran into that bookstore and they they picked up this book for me just recently barry you were asking me about it and i was kind of thumbing through the pages here and i looked (laughs) on the second page there's a signature right here in ink i got excited i was like wow i got me a signed yeah i was first edition book 
I was telling Jared to throw that in the signed book case, separate, <laughs> separate shelf. Man, yeah. climate controlled. I'm telling you, I was I was pretty excited, but Barry pointed out that it's actually that that's a B, not an E. Elton Miles is the author of this book, and uh, it's actually Bill Wright who autographed the book. The uh, the photographer here, and. <laughs> Which I think I is know. hilarious. He's like, I'll go I ahead and sign this. <laughs> so I don't know if Bill <laughs> was making a joke or what, but actually on Amazon, I just looked it, looked it up. If you go on Amazon and the book is by Elton Miles and Bill Wright. <laughs> oh, and so there you go. You did get an author signature. <laughs> I wonder if you can track down Elton Miles and get him to sign it too. Under Bill Wright, it says photographer. Um, on Amazon. Let's click on them. Actually, depending on what kind of reputation Bill Wright has, that his signature may be worth more than Elton Miles. I th- you might be right. I, I haven't I haven't looked it up, but I thought I thought that was funny when, when we I thought it was hilarious. <laughs> I love Big Bend. I think it's the greatest place in the lower forty eight. But it's hard to get to. It's hot. There's no trees. There's nowhere to eat. There's nowhere to stay. So don't even bother. No water. No nope. No potable water. Which, yeah, speaking of potable water, in recent conversation, I've learned that there's a handful of beaver colonies within Big Bend. Jared's a big fan of bringing up Giardia. Beaver fever. (laughs) The beaver fever. Which is quite common and quite easy to get, I hear. And it makes me think of uh, my favorite podcast to reference, the Mediator podcast, because Stephen Ornella is always actively trying to get all these weird illnesses, trichinosis and giardia and things like that, just the kind of coronavirus, if you're listening. That Jordan Jonas guy, the winner of the Alone Show, he was on the Rogan podcast the other day, and he said he was boiling his water on the show for a little while, but they he was so high up. I don't know if it was the altitude I don't think it was the altitude. I think it was just the, what is it, longitude, latitude? Yeah, towards the Arctic Arctic Circle. Yeah, so he said there's no beavers up there, so there's no risk of beaver fever. The yes. water was so clean, you could up. just drink it straight. Yeah, I remember that, and that was interesting. He said he'd boil it, and then uh, – I almost forgot to quit pouring my vodka there for a second. He, was, uh, he would boil <laughs> it, and then he just kind of started acclimating himself to drinking it straight out of the lake. That show's really good, by the way. I encourage you all to watch it if you haven't. I checked out the first episode. There was a guy from Lubbock. Yeah. He uh, didn't last long. No, made a damn fool of himself. (laughs) He's talking to the trees. Yeah. (laughs) Chop you down, baby. (laughs) Chop you down. I've seen a few recent pictures of the Rio Grande, and that water is running crystal clear blue. Still wouldn't drink it, but. Especially not after reading the uh, the Tecate journals. No. And uh, all crystal clear water means is that it hadn't rained in a while, so which it hasn't. Oh, the Tecate journals, though, highly recommend to everybody. Did you send me that? Yeah, probably. I got it for all my friends for Christmas one year, except maybe you, Jared. I bought my version. (laughs) (laughs) I only got it for my ratty friends. Speaking of <laughs> gifts, uh, tell us about your policy. Have you been uh, keeping up with that on no. gifted books? No. <laughs> no. 
need to be better about that too. It's, it's tough. What is it? Because I get a bunch of books. Well, so I get, I actually pretty well ask for books. So like from my friends, I want their favorite book they read that year is what I want like as a Christmas present. If you're getting me one, I don't care to even get Christmas presents. But if you're going to get me one, that's what I want. He's a grown ass man, everybody. Yeah. So then I started getting all these books. John bought me like seven one year. <laughs> so I kind of came up with a rule that I any book that is gifted to me, I'm going to read within 30 days of getting it. And I have never once done that. Not really. <laughs> it's not really. <laughs> In theory, though, it's a very good idea. I haven't done is it. Is the rapture happening? Both our dogs are losing their shit. I know. Uh, my dog would be gone if the rapture was happening. <laughs> as with the rest of my house but maybe it is happening. Just, <laughs> we'd know, still be going it <laughs> <laughs> just continue on but no i've still got all the books i got for christmas this year sorry everybody i'm working on it i've got a big backlog but no the takate journals i would recommend anybody to read especially if you are a fan of this podcast you will like that book john are you missing real books yet i think i asked you this last week but or last no. episode i'm really not i did buy the seven book set of the harry potter books because mine got stolen several years ago in a break-in why they took my books i don't know i was gonna read the the seventh book on paper just to make myself read something on paper and i didn't do it just like you know what i'd rather read the ipad yeah and then when we were discussing a plan for a future episode earlier today, the first thing I did was to see if it was on Kindle Unlimited. And sure enough, it was. Maybe that'll make me read it because that book's been on my shelf for many years. Did you pick up the $5 Barnes & Noble Classic? Yes, sir. And that was before I went on a, for I raped and pillaged a store and took every single one of the <laughs> classics. The $5 for classics? For 50 cents a piece. Yeah. <laughs> I get every now and then. No, and damn good and well, I'm not ever going to read any of them. But maybe now, you actually, you know what I was thinking. So, Jerry, on, mute on those books. I like the sound of of liquor flowing into a cup. <laughs> I'm just making a beverage. <laughs> just few few better sounds. What are you putting in there? Oh, Coke Zero. Look at the that. Coke Zero, man. Trying to make this thing sound professional. uh, (laughs) Still one of my favorite things that's ever been said to me all time. And this was about Maker's Mark, which I wouldn't even bring in my house anymore. This man, his name is John. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) You're going to, he goes, you're going to, you're going to ruin a good blend of whiskey with a soda pop. And I tell you what, I have not put a damn drop of soda in a whiskey ever since. Me neither. Of course, I hadn't drank what it. What are y'all trying to say right now? I don't put shit in my whiskey. <laughs> I just pour it in a glass and drink. Yeah, John drinks it neat. No ice even, which I would, cocktail. I would do, but uh, I like it to be, I kind of, I don't know. I like it to be cold, which I know I can keep my, keep it in the freezer, but I like the, I don't know. I guess I like it to be a little bit watered down. I'm going to be an asshole here, but to me, I may as well be drinking Jack Daniels if I'm going to be just diluting it with ice and chilling it because chilling i feel like chilling it takes away some of the flavor like water any water tastes good it's lukewarm water where you taste all the minerals and bullshit sorry barry 
John, it's 110 every day from <laughs> spring break to Christmas here. I like my You're west of the dry line. Chill. I like it to be cold. So you would drink this here, Evan Williams, straight up? Uh, I would not touch that. If it can't. Oh, I would, so, would not purchase so the it, Evan it's Williams. It's all right to cut it with a, with, <laughs> with a little bit of. No, I, I, I've looked up several. I'm, I'm trying to expand my whiskey collection, in, which I'm on my first bottle. A lot of reviews, a lot of a lot of these things, like the first bourbons you need for your bar. Evan Williams is always on there, buddy. Surely you know, they mean that single barrel. I have. <laughs> is this single barrel? Oh, wait, maybe that's what they meant. No, no, it was, it, it was, I'm telling you, it was this one right here. You know, by volume, I've probably drank more Evan Williams than any other bourbon out there. <laughs> yeah, I probably have to. <laughs> probably took 15 years off my life doing it, too. We used to buy it a pint at a time. We Price was right. You know, I may have told this story before, but we'd go to the liquor store, like, well, we're not spending more than five bucks, so we're going to buy a pint of Evan, and then two hours later, we're finished with it, so we go back and buy another pint and just keep buying pints. <laughs> Is a pint of Evan Williams only $5? It may have been 10 Damn. That doesn't sound right. I don't know. It was really cheap, though. It was obviously the cheapest thing we could get in the store that was – not Kentucky Deluxe or whatever they call it. Right. I'll buy a well pint bourbon. of, uh, now you can buy pints of like Basil Hayden and some of the higher end quote unquote bourbons. And it's good. Perfect for your desk drawer. Yeah. <laughs> Where I'll have a bottle of bourbon if things don't change soon. But they're like 20 bucks for a bottle of Basil Hayden pint. When it's I have an reasonable. office that I'm renting just so I can have an office to get the hell away from my lovely wife who I love. Um, I'm gonna have whiskey in there all day, like uh, Don Churchill. He, yeah. Churchill, he used to drink, but he would milk uh, a single cocktail just all day. Really? For That's for the folks at CNN, Churchill was the prime minister of uh, <laughs> Great Britain during World War II. Just so you guys know, not a Confederate general. That's something else your uncle John did was he always had his ratios. Just right. He never drank one dry either. And he did it in those plastic cups. Yeah. <laughs> drink it out of He's a red still alive, cup. by the way. Yeah. <laughs> he did. I'm sure he, so he probably still does it in a plastic cup. <laughs> yeah. I doubt those that cups habit. From you. <laughs> doubt that those habit cups away. From... <laughs> Am I doing it right? Yep. That's Except exactly how it would <laughs> be taller. Except there's a soda oh, in there. A... <laughs> yeah. A pop. In the last episode, we compared our favorite brands between Patagonia and North Face and decided that Columbia was our favorite brand, which still was true. And I said that I don't own any Patagonia, and I just want to correct the record there and state that I do own one light Patagonia down jacket that I wear two days a year. I remember seeing a picture of you in that, I don't know, you were in Rio, so I believe. I'm like, damn, I like that jacket. That was actually at the uh, San Leonardo Lakes Santa Fe, New Mexico. Photography credit goes to uh, Jared Bro. Anytime, buddy. Barry is the innovator of the group, so whatever Barry does, I end up following him. I think uh, <laughs> Jared does pretty well, too. So I saw that Jack. I'm like, damn, I want to get one of those. And I looked up how much it costs. And, nope. <laughs> I think it was, what, 200 bucks. I don't know. My dad gave me that, actually. Holy shit. It was his, and he didn't want it anymore, and he gave it to me. Probably had it for 20 years. Probably. You can. 
you can go to TJ Maxx from time to time and find some. It's rare, but you can find some similar jacket. A Patagonia jacket, though? Of discount price. Yeah, I seen one one time in there. Marked down for like 40 bucks. I was like, no, that's still too much. That's, that's reasonable. I, I probably should have done it, but trying to go cool. on Hind- budget hindsight's 2020 <laughs> <laughs> well i'm glad to hear they're not paying you adequately <laughs> let's see how much that is <laughs> no, no government employee yeah. is it public record jared what's that it's got to be if you're a government employee yeah yeah you can you can look it up right now if, John, if one of my ahead. former classmates <laughs> please don't Please don't. If I hear hear one of my former classmates is a teacher, the first thing I do is go look up how much money. You know, it's funny, you know, being a government employee. I got this from someone being the only single single guy here. I I always say, you know, I got this from someone else, but I'm trying to find a high-maintenance woman on a low-maintenance budget. You'll find her, man. Good luck. You'll find her. I'm not really not worried about it. <laughs> you got you're trying to run Boston, man. Man, we're trying to get to Boston. We it's a team effort, man. You're we right. Need support. We're gonna do it. We gotta have a post uh race. Do they have a Boston 5K same day? Surely. Uh, I, maybe. There's probably five hundred thousand people run it. You probably have to qualify for it too. Yeah, if which I couldn't. One, you could. Well, you run, and me and John will be getting drunk by the time you finish. <laughs> All I have to do to get to Boston is buy a plane ticket. <laughs> yeah, me too. <laughs> Which are probably pretty cheap right now. Speaking of plane tickets, John, you made some trades today. What would you do? I traded in all of my pharmaceutical stock for airline stock, i.e. Wow. Boeing and Southwest. I think both of them still have a lot more to – ground to make up for where they were i agree and pfizer was not moving the way i wanted it to typically i mean i guess if this was normal time i'd probably hold the pfizer but i want to get a little more of those gains i picked up some uh, southwest airline some southwest airlines as well today because so i was finally able to link a brokerage account which if you are loyal listeners will know i've had a about an eight month battle on that i would also like to state that we are not Financial advisors, no, do not listen to us. Yeah, and we should also, I think, are required to point out that we are not on the board of any of these, and neither is anybody in our family. But we would take a seat if you want, if you offered. And we are also accepting sponsors. I'm halfway through an MBA. <laughs> I already have mine, and I'm well versed in corporate finance. Jared, what have Yo. you been trading on? Dude, I've been kind of my last. My last big buy was Wisdom Tree Cloud Computing ETF. When I bought it, it wasn't doing so hot because the economy was coming back. But now since, which has me concerned a little bit, it's now that the spikes in cases are increasing, the value of the stock is also increasing. So I'm wondering. What concerns you about that? What I'm concerned is. Wait, wait, I got to stop. I got to stop. Our number of cases in, is increasing. Right. Do either of y'all know anybody who's had it? I'm still waiting to hear back from one coworker. If we're being honest, they just John. wanted some time off. I have not heard from any. <laughs> I have hey. not heard met. 
somebody at the HEB in Odessa filed a false report saying they had it and they arrested her ass. Good. She just wanted a couple weeks off paid falsified her medical. That happened in South Carolina real early on. (laughs) Someone said they had it. Their their small manufacturing company closed down for two weeks and realized it was falsified and they arrested him. Two of my favorite breweries are shut down right now because some employees had uh, tested positive for COVID-19. Which two? It would be Holy City Brewing and Frothy Beard Brewing. What's the Holy City? That is uh, San Antonio. Oh, Charleston. Sorry, right, right here, right here in the Low Country. I got you. Greater, Greater Charleston area. Which there's no reason not to visit those places when they reopen. By the way, because they are great breweries. I don't think they. I don't think they even should have closed. All right, back to the ETF. Sorry. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, I'm concerned. I'm concerned when things get back moving. And, clay, and cases start to decrease, uh, will the need for cloud, for cloud computing uh, decrease with the- uh, people will the, be going back to the office? Exactly, yeah, yeah. Which it kind of showed that, it kind of showed that uh, when, when things are opening back up, that the, the value of it started decreasing. So it, there's been a lot of predictions. I did a lot of research on it. You know, there's a lot of people that think that's going to take off myself being one of those people but that that kind of had me worried i'm not going to lose my ass on this or anything but well, how uh what kind i still want to make profit what kind of gains have you got so far right off the bat after i bought it it started to decrease in value <laughs> but uh, it, it's right now we're only we're gaining at uh three and a half percent not bad, not bad. Since since cases started to increase again. Hitch ten percent and cash it in if you're worried about it going back down. You think so? Well, should I do that with Carnival? I was what at a hundred how much are they up? Dude, I was at a hundred and fifty percent. Oh. Fuck. <laughs> I'd cash that in for sure. I should have yeah, I I I say but today I think Carnival is probably the worst run company. In America. Well, listen, it's at seventy-one right now, seventy-one percent. So I, I Carnival. If you want to sponsor us, I'll allow it. But yeah. I mean, we will record live from the deck of your ship. Yeah, that's great. I'll come. You know, I don't mind being broke down, floating around the Gulf of Mexico for three weeks at a time. I don't care if I get Corona. Shit. I don't think of worse things. Seventy-one percent is what you're up. Right, right now, right now. So it's it's decreasing. The trend is going down with with the uh, the increase of the viruses because they probably put their they were supposed to sell in in July. Start selling trips again. Sale, sale. Sorry, it's like set sale. Did yeah, I like the song. Wrong? Yeah, not like liquidate. I don't like that they took a bell out either. But whatever. well, I uh, I had been kind of eyeballing Norwegian. And they had a nice correction on Monday, Monday and Tuesday both. And so now I'm eyeballing it a little bit closer. What what are they at right now? Per share. Mm, it was down about I also nineteen twenty a share. They lost eight percent today. I think they lost about twenty percent on Monday. The whole industry. The, the last six months they've lost the whole yeah. cruise industry, it's, dude. It's a third. Yeah, there's oh, they lost thirty three, sixty six percent. 
Looks like their 52-week highs around 60, 60 and some change. So I'm still eyeballing it. Barry, did, did you ever get – did you ever look into Garmin? No, I haven't. I would buy a Garmin as a long-term hold, though, just because I like what they Oh, yeah. Since, since I bought it, I mean, it's it's a 8.5% growth in the last month. Really? That's not bad. Garmin. John, who are your, who are your biggest movers? Right now, I only own Southwest and Boeing. And they're both up 30% since I bought them. Man, Boeing's beta lately has probably got to be like five or six. <laughs> Way more volatile than the market. You saw that news story today that you told me about where they have enough cash to operate for two years. That's Southwest. Oh, who am I talking about? Boeing. Oh, shit. Yeah, but <laughs> Boeing is... <laughs> Yes, that was Southwest. Boeing um, probably has yeah. <laughs> that that too. But. Well, Boeing just needs to clean house and figure their shit out with the 737 and they'll be back in business because, I mean, they need airplanes. Yeah. And there's basically two companies. Do you think that's going to get solved? I mean, it's been almost two years it's, now. It's a software issue. It's it, So it's more of a integrity issue with the company that they were kind of covering that shit up with uh. the with the software that was overcorrecting, but they didn't tell the pilots about it and they covered it up. So I think the software issues is a somewhat simple fix. They just have to provide training. I don't know where they're at with that. I probably should if I own their stock, but. Well, they may not, I mean, that may not be public information at the moment. But no, Southwest is very strongly balance sheeted. I mean, I think I think they're the strongest airline for sure. Do they carry any debt? Yeah, yeah. It's not like anyone's not carrying debt these days. I think they had. I just looked yesterday. They they had more cash than they did short term debt, which is all I care about because I'm at the moment I'm a short term investor, so I'll worry about that long term stuff later. Before we get bore the fuck out of our listener <laughs> listener <laughs> uh they have what almost six billion in cash as of march 31st at the end of the first quarter Ooh. which is triple what they had last is year enough to operate? yeah since the beginning of the year what they had four billion so they're up 50 percent theirs in cash it's like they knew it was coming yeah it's enough cash it's enough cash to operate for two years at current demand so Nothing changes. Nobody keeps flying for two years. They'll still be good, still be viable. And if that happens, we're going to have far bigger problems. It goes on for two years. I mean, their operating expenses for 2019 was $3 billion. Million? Oh, billion. $3 billion. That's pretty. <laughs> so half yeah. of what they have in cash. When he's I'm like, damn, <laughs> $30 million on a Megan. <laughs> I know. That's a lean company. About having the No, I'm in on Southwest. I always have been though. I love they're just a good company. They got their shit squared away. I mean, I can't fly out of Augusta on Southwest, so I will drive to Atlanta to fly with Southwest because I'm not fucking with it. Uh, America. I don't know if America. I've ever even flown on anything else. I have because like going back to Arkansas, the Southwest doesn't fly into Fayetteville, but I've, I've driven to Fayetteville three times now instead of flying in. 
I guess I've flown American a couple times, like just hop on one of them little flying to Dallas or something. They put you on like a little Learjet, basically. A little pole jumper. And then flying to the Caribbean went on a Southwest flight. But they're solid. Never lost my shit. Affordable. Can carry on and check a bag. No extra charge. And they've got two years of operating capital, which nobody has. Period. I um, I don't know what I was going to fucking say. Fuck. <laughs> John, how far is Greenville from you? Two hours. Do you know Southwest flies out of Greenville, Spartanburg? Yeah, but it's it's two hours to Atlanta, too, and Atlanta's the, oh, biggest, the yeah, busiest goddamn airport in the country. I can yeah. fly direct anywhere I want, except on Southwest. I got to hop around on Southwest, but <laughs> I don't fly, do that. Fly American. They're united. <laughs> what do you all think about Delta. Uh, I don't know anything now, about it. I am still pissed. I'm still pissed that the Atlanta MLS team was the Atlanta United and not the Atlanta Delta. No one gets it ever. I get it. The soccer the, team? Yeah. Delta's. Yeah. Delta's headquarters is in Atlanta. I get it. Is that what you're getting at? Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> okay, now that we're really boring the fuck out of everybody. Yeah, do we're we have any uh, storybook? <laughs> John hinted at a future episode. I don't want to give too much away, but there's a song. There's a song called Storybook by Roger Crager. Go listen to it and think your own thoughts of it, and check back. Maybe, uh, maybe we'll do that for like our tenth episode, a little landmark. It'll probably take me that long to read. Oh, well, that was that was something I wanted to say song. earlier. Uh, <laughs> I was thinking about your reading of uh, Blood Meridian and hitting your spark notes, and that may be a good idea for that book as well. Yeah, I, I would agree with that too. So one of the other books... I'm taking the fifth grade reading level that, book. I guess, the, three, Jared, the three mentioned in the song. <laughs> the, the, one, <laughs> the one Jared stuck with. Uh, I've read the other one that's kind of tied in with it, and I did the spark out. That's actually where I figured out to do that because of the the Mark Twain book. And so, I, for the first few episodes, the first few chapters, I watched too much TV. <laughs> I'd, I'd read the chapter and then go read the spark note synopsis of it, just so I could know that I was on the right path with it. And after a few, I've decided, you know, what, I, I'm actually understanding what's going on here, but. I always had yeah the language the prose, p r o s e yeah. So spoiler alert: I'm going to be covering a book from that song that I've already read, and it's a book that turned me into a reader. So, and also speaking of Blood Meridian, Jared, there's a story in your book about John Glanton hunting scalps. Yes, sir. In the Big Bend region of the, Texas, uh, Mexican or Indian. Look that up one more time. Yeah, I thought I thought that was, that was pretty interesting when uh, I. Wasn't really expecting that. I think I kind of forgot that John was Glenn was Meridian, like <laughs> Cormac or Cormac, depending on. Did I tell you I heard it was in a Harry Potter movie? There's a Cormac. They say Cormac, and they said Cormac. Yep. But they're hey, you know what? Say uh, like, hey, sit, I wonder. Jocko's wife is British, so I wonder if he picked up saying Cormac. From her. But hey, Cormac lives in Santa Fe, so maybe while we're up there we can 
track him down. He's he's quite the recluse, I hear, but maybe we'll find him. It's got to be public information where he lives. Say, how you doing? If anyone can find him, you can. Damn straight. I want to I want to talk to uh, Larry McMurtry down there. Archer in, City. Uh, yeah, I think it's pretty public. Yeah, <laughs> information where he lives. We ought to arrange that. So, Cormac, actually, would you like to be on the Bourbon? I have a funny podcast? story about. I used to read yeah. the Hank the Cowdog books when I was a kid, and I had to do a project in fifth grade when I was living in New Mexico about a town I wanted to visit, and I decided I wanted to go visit. I don't even know the author's name. Yeah, <laughs> at Perryton, Texas. So <laughs> I wrote them a letter. They sent me a bunch of shit, and I did the project about going to Perryton, Texas to meet the author. Of he actually uh, came to Midland a couple weeks ago to our Barnes & Noble. Hey, did anybody confirm if Barnes & Noble is or is not selling Bibles anymore? I did not. Let's do a quick Google search. on the. I haven't been able to confirm it either. There's a rumor going around that Barnes and Noble is no longer selling the Bible due to it being outdated, more or less. You can still go buy Mein Kampf by Adolf Hitler, but not the Bible. Allegedly. Allegedly. That's where I bought my uh, copy. This has not been confirmed. So I'm on Snopes, which I don't believe at all most of the time, but it does say it's satire. Good. That we are no longer, the, the picture said, we will no longer be selling the Bible due to outdated depictions of humanity all being of one race and made in the image of God. Thank you for understanding. I mean, that, that was kind of taking that picture. Well, that was my, yeah. I mean, when you read that, Definitely. you're like, that seems a bit ridiculous for a, like a public announcement, you know, <laughs> but it's, I don't fucking, yeah, I, I guess that's what more though. Gosh. Well, shit. I wanted to buy a Bible over uh, when I was in Amarillo for Christmas break and just about, the only place to buy it is Mardell Noble. That's where I went. Actually, ended up buying Mardell's a pretty good little shop. It's like a, it's like a Hobby Lobby and a Barnes and Noble and a. Fun fact: I bought the weaving loops from there and weaved like seventy-five pot ha- pot holders while I was in Amarillo. Mardell, we are <laughs> accepting Christmas. sponsors. John, can you, can you make me one? I need some fresh pot. It's a family program. Uh, I can send you some. I got access. <laughs> How far is it from Pecos to uh, Trinidad, Colorado? <laughs> uh, was that that's just after yeah. the Raton Pass? Why, why are we getting the sex change? On that's a good song by Robert O'Keefe. That's beautiful. Are we getting a sex change in Trinidad or what? No. No. I was going to get some of that. that uh, be like Fritz. I, I know what you want. <laughs> <laughs> we all live in the we live in the South and in Texas. And we're, we're, it's never going to be legal here. I'm, I don't know. I think South Carolina is, is closer than people think. I think Texas North Carolina. is too. South Carolina will be the last. It, you think oh, so? I'm sorry. Utah will be, but South Carolina will be one of the last adopters. North Carolina will be. I'm surprised they haven't already. I don't know if I've ever brought this up on the podcast, but uh, I used to watch this show called Live PD, which is no longer <laughs> aired. Rest in peace. <laughs> hey, there is this. Go ahead, Jerry. 
I was just saying the uh, the Berkeley County Sheriff, which I live in Berkeley County, which is often seen on live PD, is, yeah. is pretty upset. Pretty upset with uh, with with that news. But anyway, go ahead. I'm pretty upset well, about lost too. revenue. Yeah. there's a scene on on live pd they're in uh they're in southern utah i think probably down around saint george that it's god's country yes it is there ever was one but uh the cops pull these guys over and they're just (laughs) they're just lit up like a christmas tree and the cop goes up and he goes "You, you guys know you can't have marijuana in utah Right, and the guy driving goes, "This is Utah." Were <laughs> <laughs> they coming from Colorado or Vegas? I think they were coming from Vegas or Arizona. <laughs> well, you got to go through Arizona if you're coming from Vegas. Uh, <laughs> but, that, just, that shit cracked me up. Still cracks me up to this day because I know the feeling. <laughs> this is Utah. <laughs> this is Utah. <laughs> <laughs> Shit, <laughs> that'd be a hell of a note, man. <laughs> oh, Vegas legalized weed like they legalized it, it was like the year before, but it wasn't going into effect until a month after we flew into Vegas to go to Utah for yeah. to spend a week in the wilderness. Darn the bad luck! Missed opportunity. John, any closing thoughts? I'm gonna say it. Say Hit him hard. Hit him hard. Jared? I don't have much. Don't have much to, to give on this one. <laughs> yeah. John Glanton's a real person. Blood Meridian. John Glanton. Blood Meridian is historical fiction. But if you go to your local Barnes and Noble, which still says Bibles, they'll have the road in the historical fiction section for whatever reason by Cormac McCarthy, but not Blood Meridian. Go look. Go look. Y'all are making weird faces at me. Go look. I bought all the Cormac McCarthy books in one purchase a few years ago, except the road because I already had it, but the road was over there in the fiction section. Well, no, it's over there too. But occasionally mine will put out like a historical fiction section, you know, up front with like the bestsellers and stuff, and it'll be up there. Well, you're Barnes & Noble? Yeah. So we're going to get... Well, I can go back now that I, I swore it off, but I can go back now. I wish I still had a Barnes and Noble. I wish I had a, a small used bookstore like Mr. K's. Yeah, that's pretty awesome. I guess I've said all I need to say. Don't borrow too much money, everybody. <laughs> Stay within your means. Are they debt free? Shut to this up. Day. Really? They are, yeah. Bullshit. They are, look it up right now. I'm going to look it up right now. Walgreens Mine is debt free. Shows. Damn it. I went to their website. I'm not going to look through the uh, annual report <laughs> for this information. I Let's do see. wish Balance Garmin sheet. Connect was a little better. As oh, the yeah. owner of the Garmin watch, I Good wish Lord. it were a little more like strong. Now, the Garmin Connect app, I've had a lot of issues with it lately. Like it not connecting, being one big one. 
Uh, they are no longer debt free. They were. Oh, sell. Now they have. They're, they're carrying sell. fifty million against the total assets of six billion. Oh, it's all right. That's it's probably basically debt free. That's like carrying a one hundred dollar credit card balance. Yeah, it's probably oh, a PPP loan. This was a damn thing things changing a month. When was this? They didn't have any on their uh, 2018 uh, end of year, but 2019 end of the year they had it 50 million. Oh, I wouldn't worry too much about it. Got... <laughs> How much cash do they have? Uh, let's see. The short term debt or long term? I don't even know. It's it so small it's just in total debt <laughs> they got 1.4 billion in cash oh yeah they write a check that's a lot of cheese they would say write a check today today <laughs> as soon as you get off the phone dave ramsey we're accepting the sponsors <laughs> but we will not be one of your what is it ELP. Prefer ELPs. <laughs> is that right? Yeah. Okay. What is it? What does the ELP stand for? It is ELP. Know. Like experience. I don't know. I've got a Dave Ramsey book in my uh, signed book library. Dave Ramsey signed that shit. Yep. Right if anybody after. wants the Ramsey book, I love to give them to people. Right free. after he uh, gave me a firm handshake. What'd yeah. you meet, Dave? At, the, uh... at Financial Peace Plaza. Oh, when we, when we met in Tennessee? Uh-huh. Oh, I don't remember that. Oh, uh, you weren't there yet. Yeah, but I still, like, should have known. Like, I should have remembered this. I think I gave you a book, too. What'd you do with that shit? Send it back to I me. I probably you know? read it. Probably has Dave's signature. I've, I've read every Dave book I have. It does have Dave's signature in it. Entree Leadership, go look at it right now. Pull it off your shelf. Endorsed local provider. Shit. He is uh, not for... Uh, that was a damn good trip. We need to talk about that next time. Motherfucker. Am I here? It's for mutual funds, by the way. I could take you to jail for this. I wish they would have. You almost went to jail? Yeah. Stay tuned for episode eight. Yes. All right. All right. No further business appearing. We'll circle Adios. back to this next week. Yeah. Episode eight, you'll learn about uh, Shelbyville, Tennessee. Another. At a time we didn't go to Bonnaroo. Yeah. for listening to this episode of the bourbon bookshelf podcast we hope you've enjoyed it until next time you can support us by liking us on instagram at bourbon underscore bookshelf and by subscribing to and reviewing the podcast talk to you soon